Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smodcoast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Aw, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Smodco Internet Radio Network's Tuesday Morning Show, West Coast Edition. I am terrified I'm going solo right now. Uh, there is no one here but me and Bruno the dog, and he uh, is not anywhere near the mic. We're waiting on Emily here, uh, but we also uh, are missing Bill, who's at an audition. Dan, who is... Um, where is Dan? He is in Vancouver. Oh, and then like at the door, just in the nick of time, getting greeted by two dogs. Bruno! Down! It's Emily. Uh th- at the nick of time, by the way, if you want to join in on the conversation, we are at Nooner Dan Marty on the Twitter, or you can email us for the mail sack. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. This is the earliest Emily's ever been here. No, I was almost oh, wait, I should turn, turn on your mic. How's that? I was almost earlier, and then I remembered that Marty doesn't have a single working toilet. And so I oh, thought. Well, it, you just, it works. It's not like I live in savagery. <laughs> Well, a little bit. All right. That's I did just get attacked by two enormous brutes on my way in. Yeah, how'd you how'd you fare there? Uh, you know, I'm here. I'm here. All right, she's I here. Several kisses. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, if you have never listened to the show, this is how formal we are. It's very it's a very loose format conversation. We're no net heads. We weren't nominated for uh, a Stitcher Award. What, we weren't? No, what? we weren't. But we do thank Will Wilkins for getting us online today. Yay! Um, and then we also have a Tumblr page that's manned by Tyson and Darren. And you can go to tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. And, uh, of course, everything about the news is all about Ukraine. Have you been following that at all? Nope. Um, yeah, you're not much of a news person no, at all. No, no, I, I no. I do agree that a man who listens to no... News is less informed than one who doesn't. <laughs> That's not true. Um, but it is awfully, like, I, I, I can't stand the sort of media bias towards, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, Ukraine, but it's like just there's so much shit to wade through to get to some actual, actual useful and worldly information. Hi, puppy. Yeah, and I would yeah. have to say that, I mean, th- ah, okay, I'm, can you just, uh, I'm going to put the dogs away. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the dogs, the dogs, ladies and gentlemen, are not gated today. They're uh, they're wandering around <gasps> being nuisances and chewing on wires. Because <laughs> because it's a because um, it's a it's a high class operation we run here. Oh God, yes. Uh, well, for those of you who are are living the life of Emily, um, <laughs> the uh, I'd like to know who you are, by the way. <laughs> yes, let us know who you are. Uh, the Russians have uh, invaded a part of of uh ukraine and this is you know basically what happened was um there was a these protests because the the president of uh ukraine signed a deal with uh, to take aid from russia mm-hmm. instead of opening up trade to the uh, western europe you know the the eu countries mm-hmm. and so then that spurred these protests peaceful protests that started out peaceful um thousands of people protested in kiev and then the the police basically incited violence there. Hundreds of people, uh, dozens of people were killed. Hundreds, if not thousands of people were injured. Uh, then the parliament voted uh, that Yanukovych, the, the um, 
president should be ousted. Or, and they released Yulia Tymoshenko, the, the prime minister who was imprisoned, to take over. Um, and then Yanukovych escaped to Russia. And then they found out he's living in this palace with this, you know, just spending lavish amounts of money. Just a, a incredibly corrupt guy. Uh, and then, so he goes to Russia and says, boo-hoo, they, they took my little country away. Mm -hmm. And so then Putin responded by sending 16,000 uh, troops into southeastern Ukraine, in the Crimean Peninsula, mm -hmm. uh, which is ethnically Russian and basically is trying to split the country, create a new Soviet Union. Some people are speculating. Mm, so this brings into the quest into question like you know that that's what putin is he's an authoritarian he's he's a warmonger and to some degree he uh invaded um the state of georgia uh, not the state the country of georgia in mm -hmm. uh 2008 um so what does the u.s do about it <sighs> maybe switzerland for once well, it, well okay so obama has come out with some very strongly worded statements mm -hmm. that saying that russia is on the wrong side of history and the pentagon has su suspended all military to military exercises and activities with the russian military but then that i like what what are military to military <laughs> like uh you know exercises do they do they have like a, a soccer game like you know slice <laughs> stallone's victory yeah. Or do they do they have a annual softball? Annual right, softball right. game? Yeah, yeah, like keg keg uh, softball. <laughs> or like who can hit the softest? Ow, you cheated! Oh, yeah. Putin, I trusted you. Just, <laughs> uh, or maybe they have dance offs. But anyhow. Oh, I love that. You've heard about the dance offs. Were we the one that talked about the dance offs on the? Oh, I'll do some research and bring in bring in dance off information. All right. Yeah. What in, in what context? It's it's on country the, country solving differences through dance offs. No, it's it's on the border of some incredibly uh, volatile country, um, and I because I can't remember what countries it is they are. I I, I don't feel I should tell the story, but it's it's oh fuck. What All is right, it? we'll we'll, we'll come back to it. It's really good. Yeah. All right, <laughs> it's a really good story. So basically, we can uh, we can either I mean, are we, are we supposed to send troops to Ukraine? You know that that's essentially starting a war with Russia, yeah, which is I don't think that's, a, good that's idea. a bad idea. I don't think we can sustain that right now. Right, and sanctions against Russia is one thing. We could kick them out of the G eight, which is like that Putin doesn't even care about. So, how are other countries responding? Uh, well, Angela Merkel, Angela Merkel, she talked to Putin uh, the other day, and just she said that he was sounded off his rocker. That's that was basically wow. what she said wow. to, to Obama, but. They're not doing anything. And I think that... Uh, so, anyhow, the, uh, yesterday they pulled the troops out of Crimea. Mm -hmm. And Putin said they were never in there in the first place. He said, oh, those were local militia people. But oh, they were right. just Rus yeah. people speaking Russian, uh, wearing these, these you know, military uniforms that didn't have any sort of... They just got lost. They were on the way to their annual picnic with the Russian, yeah. with the American oh, took military. A, took a, bad, a wrong <laughs> yeah. turn. So, I mean, he's so... He is crazy. But I think he's just... He can throw his dick around, and he just wants to get a reaction out of the world, basically. Mm. And I like how they waited until the Olympics were over to. Right. They're like, "Oh, the spotlight's not on us anymore." Yeah. Send some troops into the Ukraine. So we're sending uh, aid, or the Congress is working on an aid package right now. But of course, like all these politicians, like uh, McCain said that, uh, basically saying that Obama's a weak leader, and Ugh. that like 
Oh, that's such bullshit. And some politician said, you know, Putin's playing chess, but Obama's playing marbles. And, you know, they're kicking our ass. They're showing the world, like, what a true leader is. And what? It, yeah. Like actual praise for this behavior? Oh, the the right wing, they love Putin. They they basically Oh my uh, Christ. Yeah, because Oh. Um they, they monsters. did a, Well, not only is he just like this macho guy, but mm-hmm. he he's doing all these policies that right wing people want to do. So they invade other countries. Well, like things like uh restricting human rights for gay people on, right. you know, oh, yeah, that's very uh, and then also just supporting these oligarchs that, you know, they, there's basically no regulation there. That's even an ugly word. Uh, oligarch. Oligarch. That's the name of an evil orc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with a plus three mace. Yeah. With a plus three magical mace of yeah. stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> of oppression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, up until now, they've been like they've sent delegations there. Like these sort of um, anti-gay groups have sent delegations there to sort of show their support for Putin. Oh my god, kick them out! Don't let them back in. I know, seriously. And so, and, and also, you know, he supports like companies that like he's very pro-religion. So these companies can have churches in the comp- in their companies and then mm-hmm. force their workers to go to these churches. Oh my lord. Yeah. And so it's medieval. It, it it really is. But that's it's medieval. But that's there's a group of, you know, conservatives who think that that's the way our country should be. Not, you know, but they still They're welcome to go to Russia. I know, seriously. Just go to Russia. They're welcome have, to have go. a party there. Yeah. So um, Not that I really want those people getting, you know, stronger in greater numbers. Right. Well, maybe it's best to keep them scattered throughout the world. We'll put up with our own little enclave of idiots. Yeah. So it's, luckily, none of them are in California. <laughs> At least not in Los Angeles. Not in not in where we are. Unless I might have an anti-gay dog. I don't know. Oh, that one. I see yeah. you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm wondering about her. So Obama can't win with the conservatives. Like, no. No matter what, what, what he does, he will be portrayed either. Well, the thing is, like, if they say he's a bad leader, that he doesn't take charge. But in the State of the Union address, he said, like, he was going to uh, raise the minimum wage for uh, federal contractors. Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to, to get governors to raise their state's minimum wages and the response was, he's an authoritarian. He's, right. uh, he's, they yeah. started comparing him to Hitler. Well, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. I mean, I, I just have like, an, like nothing. I almost have nothing intelligent to say. No, no, but. I'm so overwhelmed by, like when you're faced with a wall of stupidity, like what can you do? What can you possibly do? Like, you know, you can try to talk to these people, but they want to hear what we have to say just as much as we want to hear what they have to say. Right. Know? Right. And. If we acted uh, without like the support of the the UN or, or the rest of Europe, mm-hmm. we would it would be like Iraq all over again. We'd right. be going into to a right. war, uh, even though we supposedly had support. But um, in the past, you know, they say, well, Reagan. There's been some commentators who said that Reagan would have taken charge of this situation. What happened? Well, it's not our business. That's something that I don't understand. Is why do we think that America is the grant the father of 
of every other nation in the world. And we we right. have to be the taskmasters and we have to be the one who say who's right and wrong. That's why the other countries hate us. Yeah, absolutely. It's because they... Like, they who it's the like, fuck do we think we are? Who the fuck do we think we are? So here's what happened when Reagan was faced uh, with, with these challenges. So mm-hmm. uh, the Russia invaded... Or the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan. And so we sent all these arms to Afghanistan. Oh, yes. And I believe we created the... Um, Taliban, yes, was it? Absolutely. Was it the birth of the Taliban that solved mm-hmm. everything? And when Jesus. we had tensions with Iran, we sold uh, arms to Iraq mm-hmm. and then used that money to fund a, an illegal drug war in, uh, in Central America oh. or illegal uh, a guerrilla war in Central America. <laughs> and that, those weapons that we sold to Iraq were, of course, used against us yeah. in the Iraq wars. So that's that's what happens when we when we act without thought. Yeah, which seems to be what everyone wants. I mean, the very thought that we have a right to, like, you know, when it comes to other countries and their squabbles, I do believe that, like, you got you got to listen to the UN. You know, yeah. like it has to be a. a we're, I, I just I hate this idea that we are the, the, the father of the, the rest of the nations in the world. And right, right. Take or the, care the, the babysitters. They're all our children. It, yeah, it, it's very it's presumptuous. It's, God, it's, it's condescending. Shit. And, and so I think Obama, like I, I disagree with him on a lot of things, but I think with foreign affairs, with the exception of drone bombing, um, mm. he's been pretty good. Like in Syria, he took a, very much a backseat um, and and used rhetoric and to get things you know mm, rhetoric yeah it's not sexy <laughs> the power of rhetoric it's not sexy but rhetoric we got, is way sexy are you kidding me we got you can't chemical get weapons out of syria thanks to the un and you know i mean through negotiations right so and i think that's fucking sexy that's way sexy are you kidding me that's doctor who sexy <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't believe in weapons. Smart is the new sexy. When does when does Doctor Who start up again? Oh, I don't know. Oh, come on. Sorry, everybody. I don't know. Oh Jesus. But uh, I will say that Obama is the one president where I haven't been ashamed to say to people of other countries, "I'm from the United States." Uh, yeah. Like yeah. like when Bush was president, it's like I wouldn't even. I, I was Canadian as far as the rest of the world is concerned. Yeah. Uh, Darren says that the, if the GOP were in Russia, they'd be in prison for being too liberal. That's probably true. Mm. Um, oh, so by the way, good morning to Darren and Jenny Marie and Lou and Allison, who doesn't have a meeting today, and Chris Brown, Jade Lynn, uh, Peter, WG, Logan, and oh, who Logan, who gave a shout out to the free range doggies who are now in prison. Now imprisoned. They're, they're like, it's like the energy has been sapped out of them. They have a huge backyard they could just romp in, but instead they just are at the Sit gate. sadly staring. Yeah, trying to give us the, the sad eyes. Effective puppy dog eyes. Damn them. It's It'll working. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my rant. I'm very. On this, I support Obama. I, I think uh, wait and see, uh, negotiation, don't act rashly. Oh, is yeah. Is a way to, way to go. Don't, please don't create a th- another... Uh, Vietnam or... Or another terrorist group. Yeah, yeah, Let's exactly. Create goodwill. That. Yes, that? yes. More rhetoric. More rhetoric, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Peter WG says we shouldn't be poking the bear. Nobody needs another Cold War. Absolutely. No. That doesn't sound nice at all. Yeah. So, uh, it, we, we talked about Oscars last week, and you said that you weren't interested. Did you watch the Oscars? No. Well, I'll tell you what I did. I watched uh, Farrell perform Happy, 
And then I was at my brother's house, and we turned on two episodes of True Detective. Is it Farrell or Pharrell? I have no freaking idea. I've only seen it, seen it spelled. Um, <laughs> uh, and then and then we watched, uh, like, maybe we watched Best Picture or something. I don't know. I don't and, know. Really it, not interested. <laughs> really? I, it's I kind of, yeah. I, I love the Oscars, and I thought it was a good Oscars. I thought, I thought it was, like, a solid B+. I thought mm. Ellen was... Really genial, and mm-hmm. it was like I a, heard she put on a good show. She put on a good show. It was a big Samsung commercial because she's got the new Samsung phone, and she was using it to take pictures. Uh, oh, right, right, and, right, right, which actually turned out to be really cute. There's this incredible selfie that she took with, like, yeah, you know, with ten like people. The incredibly famous of the famous. Yeah, and somebody took a yeah a picture from behind, and like there's Liza Minnelli trying to get in the picture, oh, and she didn't no. even come close. Is it is it even real, or did somebody Photoshop her? No, 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 no. Oh, it's it's God, real. That's sad. Yeah, uh, and the speech the speeches were great. Like I, I think that there's a big difference between. The Golden Globes, which is sort of like a boozy, like, hey, yeah. you know, party, like, I see you, you know, and yeah. I had to go to the bathroom. Sorry, right. I missed my speech. And right. uh, it's more of a party. And here there's like thought and wit and like, the, I really thought the speeches were great. And You don't think it's a little, you know, self-congratulatory and frivolous? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. But people like to be recognized, you know, for yeah. their work. and. It's one way people can can get record, you know, can sort of get some validation, you know. Of course, working <laughs> yeah, it all they is they need it. They need they, those they, poor things. Look at they're so really insecure. They're, and, uh, actors are notoriously insecure. They every so often they need a little hug, right? <laughs> from I, the entire nation, from a billion people for, watching. Yeah, for several million dollars. Um, and Bill Murray had it. Bill Murray. Bill Murray had a great he's little friends. Yes. Uh, he had a good shout out, great, a very nice shout out to uh, Harold Ramis. You know what I learned is that after doing Groundhog Day, they didn't speak to one another. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, I, uh, you know, so I read an article that said, um, you know, they'd made all these great films together. Then come Groundhog Day, they had difficulties because Bill Murray wanted it to be a little more transcendental and. Um, Mm. mystic mm-hmm. and uh harold ramus wanted to like just hit all the punchlines and make it sort of a, a slapsticky comedy and it was apparently very very tense on set and then after filming they didn't speak to each other i don't believe that they were speaking at harold's death wow that's yeah. so sad because it, yeah. it it touches both of those things the movie does Oh, absolutely. I agree, absolutely. But it was really weird because I remember I read that article after Bill was saying that Harold Ramis was a a Buddhist, uh-huh. and it's kind of weird to think that he was the one saying, "No, no, 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 no! I don't want this to be. I want to hit the. I want to make this right. I want to make this this uh, slap happy comedy." But then Bill Murray's the one who went on to work with Wes Anderson, and then right. uh, Harold Ramis did you know two sequels or two movies of Analyze This and That, you know. Poor thing. So I mean, not to say that one is lesser art than the other, but one is lesser art than the other. Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll bet that Bill Murray is a weirdo and and yeah. a pain in the ass to work with. So yeah, um, yeah, I bet he is. But I I love him. I, yeah. I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mahehey, uh, McConaughey won, and he had all this crazy God talk and like self empowerment really? stuff. God, what a weirdo! But you know, what I remember he, when he managed came to make it a, a little charming by did the he? end. Oh yeah. my goodness! Somebody did a spoof on him about. Um, did somebody really give him an Oscar for playing a Texan? 
And then they looked at the they looked at all of his uh, credits, and every he's every, he's a Texan in every movie. In one movie, he was named Dallas. <laughs> in every TV show, he's a Texan, even if it's not set in Texas. He's known as the. Texan. Well, okay, he might not have vocal range, <laughs> right. but he has emotional range like you've never seen, and abdominal range like and you've abdom- never seen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's still skinny. He's still too skinny. Yeah, still got his his got to put some weight back on from and having AIDS. So I I forgave him his speech. You know, you believe what you believe in, and it was it was a you know it was a pretty um, humble speech, I guess. Even though it it was sort of like my hero is myself in ten years. It it was basically saying, you know, he's always working to better himself. Oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Lupita Nyong'o, she had a just a beautiful speech. Best actress, right? Best, act, uh, best supporting, best supporting actress. actress, okay. Yeah. For uh, 10 Years a Slave? No, 12 Years 12 a Slave. 12 Years a Slave. Well, oh, Jesus. It's, like, it's those extra two that get you. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's pushed it right over the top. Yeah. That, uh, the producers were like, we like it at 10, but... Let's push it to 12. <laughs> let's take this one to 12. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, let's go one past, past Spinal Tap. Yeah, one you know? past Spinal <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. It's awful. We're, We're terrible people. Uh, and then Kate Blanchett got a bunch of shit for thanking Woody Allen. Which is Don't ridiculous. even mention it. Well, but she's, she, she was in his movie. And he wrote it. And he yeah. directed it. Yeah, and cast her. And then cast her in it. And, like, of course you have to thank him. He's the creator, yeah. you know? And yeah. and also, he was never. I mean, he's a creep, and maybe he did horrible things, but we don't know the truth, and we can't. Obviously, yeah. she made the choice to not believe it because who would work with a person like that? Mm. <laughs> These are actors. I forgot. Yeah. But she was the only one who thanked the audience. The, wow! That like the people who went to see the movie. Oh, that's like a first. That, I've never heard yeah, of that. Fuck the Academy. Like, you don't... You, you make a movie. It's only good. It's only worthwhile if people watch it. Who cares if you have an Oscar? You right, know? right. Like, so I thought that was that was good. And then Bobby Lopez, who wrote uh, Let It Go. Oh, for, I don't care for that song at all. Oh, it's catchy. No, it isn't. Every, like, if you listen every to it, girl it's just a bunch it. of generic notes. Like, here's the thing, is if you watch it in the in context of the movie, it's kind of interesting. I still don't think it's a great song. Like, it's not up there with the great Disney classics music. You know, it's it's a trashy, boring pop song, but, you know, it's it's at a very sort of emotionally interesting point in the movie. But, you know, my brother, who's never seen the movie, we did listen to that song, and he... Was just like, are you kidding me? This is dross. Like, if you if you haven't seen the movie and you listen to the song by its own merit, it is dross. Yeah, well, I every girl I know knows the words <laughs> and sings it constantly. And my first question to all seven of them, year old and seven year old girls are going to determine what is good in music. <laughs> well, they're not singing the, the the theme song from you know Despicable Me too. Yeah, but what are they? But what are they going to be more attracted to? They're not going to. They're going to be attracted to the pretty young ice princess. Well, you know? I, every girl, whatever like, she does, every girl I ask them, there's that lyric, "My soul is spiraling in frozen fractals all around." And I ask these girls, "What's a fractal?" <laughs> what they say? They start crying. Uh-huh. They say, "You're dumb. You're dumb. Don't sing that song. You don't know what it means." See, it's so stupid. We can't. We can't turn to the children anymore for good music. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but I was happy because 
Also, he's an EGOT now. Bobby Lopez. What? An EGOT. What? What? Emmy, Grammy. For that Oscar, song? Tony. No, for his career. Oh, 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 okay. Because okay. he, he, he did some work on uh, Wonder Pets, and so he won an Emmy, a daytime nice. Emmy for that. Nice. And then he won uh, a Grammy for Book of Mormon. And then he, That's right, he did Book of Mormon. Sure. And then he wrote, a, he did Avenue Q and won a Tony for that. Oh, well, bless him. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Matthew McConaughey's right on his heels. <laughs> what, does, is he working on a spoken word album for his Grammy? Probably, about a all Texan. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Gold! Yeah. <laughs> no, but everyone is talking about how he, like they think he's going to win an Emmy for... Oh, True Detective? True Detective. Yeah, yeah. so how did you like it? He's wonderful in it. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a great actor. in it. Mr. Texan guy. It's so funny. I think I said this last time. Like, for the, like so many years, I always thought he was just sort of a hunky bit of weirdo eye candy, you know? Because he, he just sort of never that terribly interesting, I felt. And then he just recently seemed to have gotten well, weird, but interesting. <laughs> um, Weirder. So when... Uh, Adina Menzel, when she sang Let It Go, did you hear about that? Mm-mm. So uh, John Travolta introduced her and he said like he had this great conviction and he made, um, what's the, uh, a, a wicked joke. Like she's wickedly talented. Mm-hmm. and um, Which I'm sure he wrote himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then introduced her as like... Uh, what did he call her? Ad- Adiz- Azizi or something? Adele Dazim. And he said it with like just precise... And what's gra- okay? So what's her real name? and conviction. Uh, Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. And it's Adina Menzel. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's thing. like this dyslexic sort of like thing. I don't know if it's a Scientology thing. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, sure not, that's not fair. But it like just like just no hesitation at all. Like oh my Adele God. Dazim. So apparently Slate has created a, a John Travolta name uh, generator. That. Yeah, everybody's telling me they're John Travolta names. So your name, according to Jadelyn, uh, is Eleanor Ortiz. Oh my goodness, that's actually very pretty. Yeah. That, that's could, not my name. Well, <laughs> let, you, can cha- you, change, you can change it again. You know? <laughs> right. Put Eleanor Ortiz in and maybe we'll get Emily O'Hare. And I'm Morgan Yoing. Yoing. <laughs> And it has to be said like that. Morgan. Oh, my God. No wonder that woman's performance was off. The entire time she was going, what the fuck did he just call me? <laughs> uh, yeah, and a bunch of people have joined in to say how much they hate that show, that song. Oh, it's so like stupid. I really like... I don't know I don't know every song that was uh, nominated, but I really like Happy. Yeah. Like, it sounds like Stevie Wonder, and it's... Well, then just listen to Stevie Wonder. I don't have to. I have Pharrell, or Farrell, as I like to call him. I didn't need to hear Bette Midler sing The Wind Beneath My Wings. Why did she sing that? Because a bunch of people died, like they die every year. So she should sing it every year. I, I don't know why they did it. Mm. She um, sings it every year? No, she doesn't. Oh, thank God. But, the, uh, yeah, the, and then there was a thing about the, the woman who was this camera assistant who was killed. Oh, yes, Sarah. Sarah... Something or other. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's why I didn't try for the last name. <laughs> but, you know, and they, there was a big campaign to get, uh, they had a petition to get her n- mentioned in that in memoriam. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's tragic what happened. It's so stupid. Yeah. That, it, like, 
there were no safety precautions to make sure that nobody got, got run hit over by, by a, a fucking, fucking train. train. <laughs> but she, that's not what the in memoriam is for. The in memoriam is should is for like the people. famous people. Well, not even f- like people who made uh, an artistic impact on the film community. I guess. Yeah. I so I guess she wasn't in it. No, but they did put a little Chiron underneath saying, for more information, go to Oscars.org about Sarah. Mm. What's her name? Obviously, it didn't make a huge impression on me, but uh, I mean, I thought that was a good compromise because I don't think it would have been appropriate to include her in the mm. thing. Because the thing is, there were so many people that weren't in that montage who died. Because uh, they only have so much time as it is. Yeah, there were 47 people named and... You know, there was a thing in like BuzzFeed. Why wasn't Corey Monteith named? He you wasn't. Know? No, but he, what? Can you name a movie he was in? Nope. It's the Oscars, not the Emmys. Mm. Uh, but then, like the a bunch of producers weren't named. The guy, uh, the guy who wrote the China Syndrome, which was an Oscar-nominated film. Uh, the uh, the editor of Romancing the Stone and Blue Thunder, who's also an Oscar nominee, he didn't. He wasn't named. Um, I mean, they were just. Gene Stapleton. Uh, there were so who was Marla named? O'Shea. Uh, they, of course, they named Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to name all 47. But James Gandolfini. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Karen Black died. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was good. I mean, I like always like seeing that because it's. A, I always like seeing dead people. Yeah. Because then I feel like Haley Joe Osment for just just a little brief just moment. Just a moment. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. So, did you ever think that a year ago, like I'm gonna every week spend two hours with really grumpy men, grumpy old men? Would not have surprised me. No, <laughs> no. And has it been a year? I don't know how long has it been. I don't know. I don't know the first time. The Darren, first... how long has yeah, it been? Yeah, Darren. When was my first show? Yeah, uh, I want to say March. Oh, guess what month it is? Hey! So, how how has it been? How has the year been on on this show? How has it changed your life? Mm, it's giving me something to do every Tuesday morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and how did you how did you and Bill know each other? Do you... uh pilot that we were on together. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, called second San- second chance Charlie about a girl who. Uh, dies and comes back and has a second chance and I'm terrible in it. And Bill was good. Yeah, why are you terrible in it? Oh, I'm just not very... I'm just not good. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it's terrible when you know you're terrible. It's awful. It's awful. I feel awful. that a lot. I really feel bad for actors who know that they're terrible in a movie and have to go on press junkets and say how good the movie is and beg people to go see it when they know they're terrible. Like we were talking last night... My roommate and I, that is. We were talking last night about Adrian Brody in the Predators movie and how the entire time he sounds like a fucking idiot. And um, <laughs> so we were, we were talking about it. And we're like, Adrian, Adrian Brody is like a good actor. What is he doing? Like, he had to have known he was tanking Oscar himself. Oscar winning Adrian Brody. He's very Brody. talented. He had to have known he was tanking himself with his voice. And my roommate was like, I'm pretty sure the director said to him, no, 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 Adrian, we're, like, we're, we're going to do this thing with your voice and the way the mics pick it up. You're going to sound awesome. Just keep, just keep doing this. It's going to be so cool. And yeah, you can look, just imagine him. Look what it did to, uh, to Batman, you know. Oh, um, I'll, I'll, I'm getting on that. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll come okay. to that. Okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> we just imagine him sitting in the, in the original screen and just being like, oh, 
fuck me, you know? And then having to go on a press junket and say to everybody, oh, this film is great. I want everybody to see it. And the entire time you go, please don't see, please don't see me making an ass of myself. Please, I just look, oh, God. You know, I'm sure he's crying all the way to the bank. Um, oh, God, I, I would be. <laughs> I would be. Um, but yeah, apparently, so like, you know, the biggest laugh you get about somebody's voices, of course, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale being Batman. Yeah. So the way I envisioned that story unfolding mm-hmm. is that like on the set, Christopher Nolan was like, oh, you know, Christian, we really having a hard time selling that you're a, a bad guy. You know, like we just can't get the English off of you. Can you can you can you talk like this? And I imagine Christian Bale, like, I imagine there was a big fight over it. And then finally Christian Bale relented and said, Jesus, if it will get you to shut up, Jesus, good for you. And then, (laughs) and then, and then, you know, every single time they have to do it again, they have to pretend like they think it's a good idea. But the truth is, because I learned the truth of this. Here's what I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's your theory. My theory is that they've got this rubber suit. And it looks really good. And like Christian Bale sees the design. It's like, I love, I love it. I love it, Christopher. It's wonderful. That's my British accent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Yes. Uh, and then he puts it on and he's like, oh, it's a little tight. And then pulls the cowl down. It, it's constricting me. Christopher, <laughs> save me. Can't and move. Can't breathe. Turn my head. And Christopher <laughs> says, use it. Yeah. Yeah. You're an actor, Christian. Oh, use it. Okay. I think I can make this work. <laughs> yeah. I'm Batman. Okay. We'll pretend it's because I'm a badass, but really I, my trachea is being crushed. <laughs> uh, if this is permanent, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. Christopher, uh, what is the truth? Well, I saw an article about how Christian Bale won the role of Batman. And it's an interview with Christian Christopher Nolan. And uh, apparently, Christopher, Christian Bale... God, there's two Christs in this... <laughs> Apparently, Christopher Christian damn Christian Bale um, wanted it so bad that he made audition tapes, and he dressed himself up in the bat costume and made audition tapes. And it was in the audition tapes that he started talking like this. And Christopher Nolan goes on and on about how he knew that Christian Bale was the next Batman because, because he can talk like this because of the fucking voice. The voice. So if is I went up to Christopher Nolan and said, "Hey." How about me? Yeah, I can do, I can this, do this all day long. I do can sound like a monotonous yes. <laughs> goober. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I, yeah, but I can't yell across the room because that would really strain really things. Hurt. Uh, hurt. I'd probably lose my voice. And I need some I'd sound even sillier. Tea with honey and lemon, please. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. They actually, oh, God. They have no excuse for it. Yeah. So Darren said, had two things to say. He said that you joined 10 months ago in May. And then he said, Adrian's voice in Predators was a choice to emulate Bale from Batman. I don't, I don't know if he's saying... Th- I, I'm Is wanna, that a joke? I, yeah, I don't know if that's a joke or if that's the truth. I'm, I want to source you on that. Um, well, anyhow... Source your joke. We'll get to the, your one-year anniversary in, uh, in May. May. Yeah, and then we'll have more people here. Uh, I like it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> those guys, you don't need them. And we don't have the table space, frankly. Oh, right. There's, there's Girl Scout cookies everywhere and yeah. almond milk. You got almond milk and mug. Yeah. So here, let me just get this one thing going here. Oh. 
never to do anything like uh, that again that was great <laughs> no that's awesome i love that tyson put that together and if you by the way tyson does other his own music as well not just the music <laughs> the remixes of emily <laughs> and if you go to soundcloud uh tyson dash saner s-a-n-e-r you can hear his music and that was in honor of our Indiegogo campaign which is still ongoing and we've still been getting a really strong response so i was going to uh, wind it down, but we'll we'll keep it open for a while because because we're thinking of doing a. I want to do a show on the road. Yeah, so we've received uh, money from over fifty listeners from nine different countries, and it's it's gobsmacking. It's it's really great, and it's not life changing money, but it it is more than we asked for, mm. and it, and it, it totally helps. Uh, and so. The thing is, like Emily was saying, we want to. We have enough money to pay off uh, all the equipment and to get some new equipment, so we can get some video <laughs> broadcasting. Uh, and and also, it just lets us know that you support us, and it shows some love. Not that you have to show love with money, but if you want to love me, that's how you need to show love. <laughs> uh, Emily, she has this emotion thing. Not not so interested in that. It's 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 dying away. Oh, good. Yes. So it's dying pretty swiftly. It, yeah. In fact, it. Could die completely if you respond. If the response keeps on coming. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we have enough money to pay the stuff off, but we don't have enough money to do something cool like an on the road show, like like Vegas or Cleveland or Batman <laughs> or Batman. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys have ideas of where we could do a show, um, let us know. And also, you know, if you haven't donated and you want to, please. Uh, Go to the Indiegogo page. It's Indiegogo.com. And then just do a search for Tuesday's morning. And you will find us. And I need to give some shouts out to the... Oh, that's right. Yes. That, that's what this is all about. Because we have some great rewards there, including t-shirts and photos. And we'll dedicate a show to you. Um, and at the basic level, we'll give you a shout out. So at the, at the Smurp level, that's a supporter of Murps. Minor internet radio personalities. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we don't have any. Um, because <laughs> That's this segment, folks. Yep. No, because everybody was really generous. Gosh, that's so weird. Yes. Who are you people? Yeah, you guys are great. I'm so not used to people like this in my life. At the mega fan level. And by the way, if you don't hear your name and you've given, if you haven't heard your name, I, I sent out an email um, asking how you want your name said. Some people might not want their Can name said Can we say everybody's name like John Travolta today? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to say the name and you give the John Travolta name. Oh, I can't. I'm not good. I don't understand the... Okay. Okay. This is uh, at Zulu Punk, at Zulu underscore Punk on Twitter or Robert Johnson. Uh... uh Oh God, I don't know how this okay. works. Jobert Robinson. Jobert Arson. Arson. <laughs> Jobert <Okay>. Arson. <laughs> Th- then we've got uh, Chris MC from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. That they're both mega fans, but the MC is his initial. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, Mikus. No, uh, that would be uh, Chris MC. Would be DJ Chet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> DJ Chet. Okay, we're just amusing ourselves with it. Yeah, no, I hope it's amusing for everybody. Okay. Uh, at the super fan level, uh, oh, and those are mega fans, and I think the, those guys get t-shirts and photos. And then at the super, f- oh shoot, I might have messed this up here. Okay. Uh, at the no, th- those people get 
photos. God, I'm so bad at this. Why did you guys give me money? <laughs> Now we can now we can screw things up on a much more professional level. Oh my god! Level. Yes. Uh, okay, Veronica Lochran. Oh, Lochrica Vernon. <laughs> Actually, you know it's funny. Lochran is uh, Irish or Gaelic for Mars. Really? So it's Veronica Mars. Oh my! Oh, hey! No, it's not really. What? <laughs> I made that up. That's very good. That's very I didn't think you bought into it. AJ from Portland, Oregon. And who says, by the way, you are all doing a great job. Thank you so much. Are we really doing a great job? Did you great, not listen to the past 30 seconds? Great might be a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, Aaron Fraser, whose name is spelled like Elizabeth Fraser, but I don't think... Um, well, they might be related because he's from Southampton and he's been a listener since the Nooner days. Aaron Fraser. Azra Featherfield. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Let It Go. Singing Let It Go. Um, and then, let's see, for my shout-out, you can give my name, Jonathan Abbott, and my Twitter hand, at the biscuit. that's B-I-S-Q-U-I-T, or Johnny Abs, as Dan referred to him when he emailed before. Uh, so, Jonathan Abbott. Uh, uh, Nathratep Bartlett. <laughs> it's not just reversing the name. <laughs> I, was, what did, I don't even know what I said. That was good. Thank you. And... and yeah, these are the super fans. Okay, Allison Jones from South Dakota. Uh, I'd name my city, but there's only one city in South Dakota, and most people can, can't find us on a map. So it doesn't matter. Uh, I've been listening. I've been with you guys since the nooner days. I try to listen live, but usually pod since people tend to schedule meetings on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Not this Tuesday. She's listening hey. live. Holla. Uh, but since you're timeless, it doesn't matter when I listen. I enjoy the pod anytime. My 39th birthday is Monday, March 10th. So in honor of the beginning of my last of the last year of my 30s, I'm taking vacation to watch some of my guilty pleasures. Not porn, you dirty-minded bastards. Mm. While the hubby and kid are out of the house. On the agenda, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, directed by Rennie Harlan. You know, what's Roseanne? Uh, Patricia Arquette. Mm. You never saw it? It was, it was pretty imaginative. It was, I liked it. That's a good one. Grease 2, Michelle heard Pfeiffer. Of, heard of this, yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, Some Kind of Wonderful? Nope. No, no, no. no. Um, that was with, uh, with Mary Stuart Masterson. She was the tough drummer, you know. Ooh. Yeah, who falls for the... Sounds sexy. For the, who falls for the goody two-shoes, Eric Stoltz. Oh. The, like the preppy guy. They're the, like the rich guy. And she's like from the streets. <gasps> Ooh. Uh, and then Clerks too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what are some of your guilty pleasures? My guilty pleasure. Oh, I, I had a brief stint with Project Runway oh. that I couldn't. I couldn't stop watching Project Runway for a while. I was really addicted to Supernatural. That was a that was a guilty pleasure of mine. Right. Uh, video games are always a guilty pleasure of mine. I used to play The Sims at least an hour every. Oh, really? Day. Oh God, I love that game so then, much. And like that's just poking people that you make, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. ooh, time to take a shower. Yep. Yep. And You're going to send you off to work. Because <laughs> somebody has to have a job. Yeah, one of us has to have a job. <laughs> oh, look at how well you dance and make out. One of us has to have a, sick, social, a life. social life. <laughs> I understand the appeal now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start playing The Sims. Yeah, it's very good. They're up to The Sims 3, I believe. I didn't let myself um, buy the expansions because I knew it was just taking up too much of my life yeah. and I had to have a little bit of discipline. Oh, fair enough. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, I, I play Candy Crush. Mm. It's not. It's, it certainly makes me feel guilty. But I get zero pleasure out of it. <laughs> um, same way about porn. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's just yeah. an addiction at this point. Just have to do it to get through the day. Yeah, and that's what I feel. How I feel about the Mentalist. You oh know? yeah, we know about the Mentalist. Yeah. yeah, I have a friend I think who's going to be on the Mentalist. Oh, I don't know any of the details, but uh, as soon as I know them, so shall you. Good story. Mm-hmm. All right, Bruno Heller, the the creator of that, he's doing the. Um, Gotham, it's the, like, before Batman becomes Batman in Gotham City. It's a lot of... Like, so is Bruce Wayne in it? Uh, I think so. I don't know the full details. I think I think the Riddler's going to be in it. And um, Is it going to be kind of neutered like she, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't know. I mean, this is the DC universe where they're really edgy, you know? Right, yeah. The edgy universe as they're known as. Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of origin stories of villains and, and mm. maybe some heroes, uh, but most probably a lot of Batman villains. It's kind of weird that this superhero trend hasn't died out. Like, it's been going strong for, like, at least 10 years now. And it's like, it feels like, you know, now that it's tel- in television that it's sort of at its pinnacle. I think that there are a lot of streams of revenue from th- that. Like, you've got... All the these roller coasters that are super <laughs> themed, so they mm. get money from that. They get. Money. I imagine that's a real cash cow. Well, I mean, uh, you get comic books, you get merchandising. You, like I went to Magic Mountain. Every little kid has like, you know, these like plastic capes they get from playing these games. You know, mm. just like, and they're just they wear them. Like it's crazy. Like who gives a shit about a piece of plastic? And they're just, you know, they probably children, s- children giving oh. shit about weird stuff. Yeah, and. And and you know all the merchandising, all the the sequels. It's an easy, mm. no like it's a no brainer. Like let's make Captain America two. But I remember for a very long time when like you like superhero movies were a joke. I think the it's because, uh, and I could be wrong, but I think that like Captain America the original one with Thomas. No, no, I forget who it was. It was something like uh, was it Dolph Lundgren? Was he? no, he was in the Punisher. <laughs> But like the special effects were bad, right? And people didn't weren't convincing as their like you couldn't do Spider Man because mm-hmm. you can't make him jump in the air sling. convincingly, web sling, web, yeah. yeah. And now we can do those things, and we can mm-hmm. create that action in the digital world. Yeah, you know, I suppose that's true, and it, it's per- lends itself perfectly to that as well. Like if you saw the original Fantastic Four movie. Oh, did you no, see it? So no, no and by Reminds the way, me of Arrested Development. <laughs> it, it really is. So I, I think we've told this story before, but um, there was a company called uh, New Constantine, is German company, and they got the rights to the Fantastic Four. But to retain the rights, they had to exercise the option. Sure. And so they had to make a movie. Mm-hmm. So they went to Concord uh, New Horizons. This is um, uh, what's his name, Roger. Uh, Corman. Corman. Yeah, his company. And they said, we, we want you to make this movie for a million dollars and we're not going to release it. <laughs> and so they. That didn't... sounds like I'd have a field day with that. Yeah. And so, and somebody, po- you can watch it on YouTube. Somebody posted it online. Bless. But they, it's really sad because these actors are trying their best to do like. To be the thing, you know, he's just got like some guy with styrofoam on his arms, you know, and, um, and like, yeah, it's just the worst special effects and, and these guys are giving it their all and not knowing that they're just being patsies for some, you know, German media conglomerate, you know, 
And so then is it, they, it, it must be unwatchable. Yeah, I didn't make it through. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And it's like they went to Simi Valley in, in these jumpsuits and like said, okay, run around and like, here, put on, you know, we're going to stretch your arms. So we got extra long sleeves here and we'll, you know. Oh, no. Yeah. And no, no, no. So. But you have seen the Arrested Development, right? About, um, uh, who, what's his name? Uh, they run into uh, the woman who played the invisible girl from, I don't know if it was that production, but it was like from some junkie production uh-huh. in the past, and she's trying to revive her acting career, and it's... Oh, God. Um, well, it, it was probably Jessica Alba. <laughs> that woman is so foul. <laughs> really? Foul? That's, a, that's yeah. a harsh thing to say. The things she says. It's what does she say? It's the things she says. I just remember... Once she said to she said I said she said to me once she said to uh, interviewer she said I don't understand why actors have such a hard time making it in Hollywood it's easy. Oh, then yeah. she said I just have a wicked sense of entitlement, <laughs> and then at one point she says. I almost rewrite every single line that the writers write on television because they can't make anything sound natural. And it's like, ah, oh, you just told an entire profession that they suck. Uh, yeah. A profession that gives you work. Hmm. All right. She might not be the sharpest uh, oh, spoon in the drawer. Says, I revile the things she says. But she's pretty. That's what everybody says. Everyone says, yeah. it's just so long as she doesn't open her mouth. Um, so, I'm sorry, I'm just reading through some tweets. So, Darren... Reading just, on air. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Continue. I'm just <laughs> yeah, going to finish just gonna this. just going to read. So, fascinating on. article <laughs> and, and BuzzFeed. So, X-Men... And, he says X-Men and Spider-Man in 2000, 2002 were the real start of the, this current boom. And that's... Yeah, I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. And But I think it's because uh, the, the, technolo- the film technology... I think product. that's a very good observation. Yeah. And if you, if you look at the web slinging... Like, I remember that... That's what people talked about from the original yeah, Spider-Man. Right. Like, the web sling is amazing. And if you compare that to the, the last Amazing Spider-Man, it's, it's, uh, it's gotten so much better. It's, mm. it's more seamless. Uh, and the same thing with, like, Lord of the Rings never would have been made without digital right. technology. Right, 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 right. And, and they talk about that very openly. Yeah, and if you look yeah. at the difference between Gollum and the first one and the second one, he becomes so much more sophisticated. You know? it's, and even between the new Hobbit movie that Gollum was in, like, I, I, I remember watching the original, The Fellowship of the Ring, and thinking, Go- that, that, that is never going to be outdated because it looks so real. The yeah. Gollum is never going you, to not look fake. You never question it. But then I oh, rewatched right. it recently. It's dated. Wait, in, the, in which one? The, the I watched Fellowship of oh, the Ring. Oh, oh, oh. And like you compare that to oh, yeah, the, yeah, Hobbit, the Hobbit. And it's like, oh my God. Yeah. It looks like I can see the strings, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, completely. And then the way he moves, like, you know, he moves mm-hmm. in the background in, in Fellowship, like when they're in the caves. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like a. Or not uh, Fellowship. What's the one? He shows up in the Two Towers. Anyway, I, oh, watched, okay. I watched the one that he was in. Oh, right, lot. right. But the Hobbit one is seamless. Like, but, well, well, until we'll 10 years yeah, from yeah. now when we'll go back and say, like, oh, I can see the strings. The, I mean, let's see how far I remember we... being really impressed when they made Peter Pan fly in the Broadway production and being like, that's never going to that's never gonna look old, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I that's think, amazing! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the first time you see something, it's like, I, like you, it's just like your mind is blown and when you I believe went, it. When I was a kid going to the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland mm-hmm. and seeing the ghosts sit in your, like... 
Oh, yeah, sit in your, in, in and a thing. ghost will be following you home. Yeah. I was, I was like, how did they do that? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's so old school, but I mean, yeah. it's great. It's totally, yeah. it's still, I still love seeing that, but. Yeah. Like he can't, like if we went back in time and we even just brought like a lighter to like the medieval ages and we just lit a lighter, we would blow their minds. Yes. Like they just would not be able to handle it. So, We'd be burned at the stake probably. In answer to your question, Allison, uh, those are guilty pleasures. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> are we still doing shout outs? We're still doing Oh my God. That was Allison Jones. You have to give her a name. Uh, 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 Bathory Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> Bathory Swanson. I uh, hope you're enjoying your home, your your time uh, out of meetings. And then let's see. Um, then we get to the stalker level. Stalkers. And those, these are people. I'm starting. I think we're gonna hopefully start next week um, to record the um, the dedicated episode. So I'll send some emails out and see who's available. Yeah, cool. Uh, but we'll be doing that from uh, as the year goes by. And we have AJ from Portland, Oregon. And by the way, you guys are doing. A great job. We Thank already you read so AJ much. from Portland, Oregon. Did we? Yeah, because remember we said we thought great was an exaggeration. Oh. Well, then I got him at the wrong level. Oh. <laughs> um, or maybe he donated twice. Or maybe he donated twice. He, Thanks, um, AJ. He gave 100 bucks, which uh, it, we had the $150 level, which gets you lunch with us. Um, but $100 doesn't get that. And we, those are all used up anyhow. But... Mm. AJ, it will get you. AJ. AJ, it will get a free handy from Bill. <laughs> nice. So that's a guarantee. Yeah. Just make sure he doesn't get angry. <laughs> you won't like him when he's angry. <laughs> 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 this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then also we have... AJ, uh, your yeah. John Travolta name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Also at the the stalker level is Jane Savage, who just passed her CPA exam. Congrats! Oh wow, that's amazing. That's fantastic. A certified public accountant. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Jane Savage. Jane Savage, uh, Sacagawea. <laughs> You're not even trying. I'm just, I'm just like I'm just telling you what I hear. You know exactly. You were travolting it. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't think. He wasn't trying either. <laughs> Uh, so guys, thank you so much for giving and we, if we will do something, we will not just throw a pizza party for ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We'll do something for you guys back and, um, it'll be awesome. All right. All right. There we are. Whew. It's the top of the hour. Is so, it really? Uh, so take it, Bill. Bill? Um. All right. I, wait, hold on. I hear swearing somewhere in the distance. <laughs> so, somewhere in the distance, somewhere in the distance. Bill is just au- automatically going, in the middle of his audition. Shut up, Marty! <laughs> and the, like some casting director is like, um, excuse me, Bill? Uh, that's not, what's on the, the line board? is, shut up, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Is that what it is? Did he have an audition? Yeah, he had an audition. Fucker. <laughs> Did you have an audition? No, but I have one on Thursday. Everybody wish me luck. What is it for? It's for Theatricum. What's that? 
That's the theater that I work for. Well, of course you're going to get it. Well, you never know. You never know. Is it is there? What's the What's the show? We're doing All's Well That Ends Well, King Lear, Midsummer Night's Dream, and Much Ado About Nothing. Is this to get into the company that will do all of them, or it's to get certain roles? Like you really don't want to do more than two. Uh, which which do, two do you want to do? I want to do All's Well That Ends Well and Much Ado About Nothing. Um, how does the first one end? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, don't need to see that one. Yeah. And the other one seems to be about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, I just sell it there. Interesting choices. Yeah. 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 Somebody needs to talk to that guy about marketing. Yeah. <laughs> like, awesome stuff about meaningful shit. Yeah. That's what he's got to make it. Yeah. Everything is awesome. <laughs> yes. That's got to be that for new Shakespeare. <laughs> Everything is awesome. That. Everything is awesome. Have you seen the new Lego movie? Yeah. That's the song. I, I loved I it. My, Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo fame. Did he wrote that? I believe so. Oh, it was cute. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I, I thought it was great. I mean, it, it is really an assault on your eyeballs. God, is it ever. Because there are only like six colors in the whole thing, and it's just like, mm-hmm. burp, burp, burp. and you, every one revolving, yeah. revolving on screen as fast as they can. <laughs> if you have uh, any problems with epilepsy, do not see. Do not that see that movie. movie. Yeah. Uh, only in Nooner World is a handy given for less than a lunch donation, says <laughs> Lou. Yeah, well, that's how we really like that's our lunches. That's how prostitutes are. <laughs> <laughs> No, but that, we really value lunch. We that, really, really value lunch. Yeah. Uh, so w- I intend on having some today. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's you might have a problem if you're doing it daily. You should ask yourself. I was actually eating um, ramen noodles last night, Marty, and I thought of you, and Aww. I thought I'm gonna have to tell Marty that I am eating were they from ramen a, noodles. Were they from a package? Yes, they were from a plastic package. Did you add anything in it? Nope. I was gonna, but then I was like, oh Jesus, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> did you say it or did, were you so lazy you just I did it? I, not, not out loud that takes okay. that takes energy that I needed for eating the noodles uh, I'm, what what did you prepare for your your, your audition uh, Imogen uh, an Imogen from Cymbeline piece and go no you don't have to do it's not going to sound very good on the radio uh, yeah oh but uh, Jadlyn wishes you lots of luck well thank you I'm not superstitious and you say Macbeth backstage? I do. I actually did in the middle of a performance. For those of you who don't know, you're not supposed to say Macbeth in backs- a theater. In a theater. Yeah. It's supposed to be bad luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I have been known to just say, hey, are you guys doing that production of Macbeth during a performance? Oh, you wouldn't believe the stares I got. You're supposed to say the Scottish play. You're supposed to say the Scottish play, right? Or say- Mackers. You can say Mackers. Oh, that's what they say in, you know, across the pond. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I'm i too lazy to be superstitious. <laughs> I mean, that takes a lot of energy. So just let me eat my... Let me eat my ramen, ramen in peace and, and bad luck. Yes, and Macbeth, Macbeth, Macbeth. <laughs> Macbeth. Oh, I can't even say it a third time. <laughs> yeah, that's what I add to my ramen noodles, a little Macbeth. I'm doing a play that is an adaptation of Hawthorne stories. Really? Where? At the Eclectic Theater. I don't know it. It's a tiny theater in North Hollywood. And oh, cool. Yeah. I, it's I'll been a while since it. I've done a play. No. As long as you get me uh, comps. I, uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, we'll see how it turns out. It's been a while since I've done a play, and but it, it should be fun. Cool. Um, so, do you, have you, do you know anybody with Google Glasses? 
Google Glass? Google Glass? No, that's like I own. I know one guy who owns a Tesla, and that's it's as cool. It's as cool as my friends get. I have to say, there's nothing cool about Google Glass. Google Glass. Google Glass, especially hey, the way it's said. Well, if you're listening right now, Will Wilkins, let, let us know because we'd love to have you on to talk to you about Google Glass. He has Google Glass. <laughs> yeah, Google Glass. Google Glass. Google Glass. We're so lazy we can't even say Google Glass. <laughs> so, John Travolta came up with that name. <laughs> Google Glass. So yeah, so it's like these glasses that you wear, and they've got a little like. An interface on the side and a vo- voice interface, and you can get onto the internet and see things in your little view thing. God, you're I, just I, asking for car accidents with that, aren't you? Yeah, well, people have been ticketed for wearing them while driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, at least it's right there. And if you, it's like, you know, if you look at your navigation or if you look at your radio, yeah. you know, hopefully you don't use it more than than that but i don't think you should wear it you're gonna look away for your radio like for a brief second which i admit still is not good i I rear-ended somebody looking briefly at my radio actually it was my heating system anyway but like with google glass like there's fascinating stuff there that you could just read and read and read and read you know Uh, yeah or watch and watch and watch and watch and and you can get like like there's some things that um there's some really innovative uses for it. Like people have talked about, like it could help autistic people sort of get cues. Oh, so like that's some, you know, I don't know if that's been developed, but that's what somebody's been proposing. So like if people are saying things to you, or if they're making facial expressions, it can mm-hmm. cue you and say, "This person is sad. <laughs> you should show empathy for them." Right. Oh wow. <laughs> Even though you're incapable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's one that you can. If you're, you can see your, if you, two people are having sex, you can see how you look having sex. I never want to see myself having sex. No, jeez. Never. I mean, as gorgeous as I am. I know. <laughs> I never want to see that. As much as I'd like to look myself at every other time of the day. <laughs> right. uh, oh, eating lunch, for instance. Yeah, eating my ramen noodles. Yeah. So there was a woman who was, and, and it can record you know, anything. You just sort of hit a little switch and it'll start. Recording that's video. Are they obvious? Like yeah. very clearly, that's Google Glass. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it. Are they like are they like Spider Jerusalem glasses? What's Spider Jerusalem? Spider Jerusalem has one red rectangle and one green square for. Who, who is Spider? Wait, no, wait, one green circle for um glasses. Who's Spider Jerusalem? Or is it the other way around? Um, he's a comic book character by Warren Ellis, based on Grant Morrison. Oh Jesus. Um. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. No. No. It, it's like a frame that. Like a glasses frame with no glass in it, mm-hmm. and then it's got a little like side thing, um, like a chip. Or yeah, like a little square that you can that it projects all the video on. So really, you could take that frame and chip and make them look like glasses. Yeah, in fact, you can if you wear glasses, you can get them. You can get prescription framed ones. Whoa! Uh, so there was a woman who was wearing it in a bar. Mm-hmm. And she started getting hassled for wearing it. And when she started getting hassled, you know, saying, basically people saying like, you know, take that off. Like, you shouldn't be wearing that. You know, we're just trying to mm-hmm. and have our private time and, or, you know, we don't want to be filmed. And she said, oh, I'm not filming you guys. And then they started hassling her more. Mm-hmm. And then she started filming them. And she, you can look at it online. Oh, God. Um, and so she was attacked and like, they, they tried to take her, the, like a guy physically ripped them off her face. Well. And that gets, you know, like if somebody says, I'm not recording you, you just, they're a stranger. 
you're taking them at their word. Yeah. And why not just take them off? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I, if you're not, re- that's, that's another kind of concern. My, in my old lady concern is like, it's another way, like cell phones are bad enough, like to get people to sit down at lunch and to just get somebody to talk to you. And like they're constantly looking at their phone or answering texts while you're talking. Like, can you imagine somebody web surfing during a lunch while you're trying to talk to them? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't know. See, this makes it even more subtle. So, oh, like, God. Like, you just see their eyeball moving. You're like, come on, yeah. focus. It's like Google Glass. Come on. Yeah. So this woman was attacked, and then she is claiming to be the victim. I think she was kind of a jerk. I think people were probably. Drunk and, and reacting to her. Well, of course, it's going to make people uneasy. It's like taking that lighter into medieval England again. You know, it's like uh, I don't know what you're doing. You have this weird futuristic thing on your face that I know can record. Why are you wearing it? We're in a bar. Just be cool. Take it off. Yeah. And so this woman, she posted, she tweeted to Google saying, "Hey, send me to South by Southwest so I can show people how to." how to wear them, you know, or, or she said, I would be awesome if at Google would sponsor my trip to South by Southwest. Her, this woman's name is Sarah Slocum. So I can formally continue to help educate the public about, at, about Google, Google glass. Oh, come Google on, glass. Sarah. That's just fucking pathetic. And it's kind of obvious, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, to, I want to go to South by Southwest. I'm going to be your, Best moving fair solicitor. So those people are, are being known as glass holes. And, and ah. Google has created a code of conduct for these Uber nerds so that they're not perceived as, as jerks. Glass holes. As glass holes, yeah. yeah but, but like, what? when can you wear Google Glass and not be a glass hole? Well, yeah, well, I think you have to wear it. Like, if you're wearing it on your commute, you know, and you're just doing stuff. But you can't wear it while you're driving. No, or I meant like on a subway or something On a subway, like that. okay. Yeah. Like, Will, is, I think he takes BART, and so he he wears his Google Glass then. Yeah, okay, that I can see. Or like while you're doing the dishes and you want to... It's not just for looking at stuff. It, you know, it gives you audio information and... and hmm. Um, and it will do take pictures. You Is should that definitely a voice commands like Siri. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You say um, you say I forget what it is, but oh, go glass or go Google Glass, something like that. Go go Google. <laughs> go go Google Google porn viewer. Yeah. Go go Google porno tube. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's very important. That people do that. I, I, there's no way that it's not going to be perceived as intrusive because even yeah. if they're looking at something, you don't know if they're they're videotaping Recording. you. Yeah. yeah, and so I think you have every right to ask someone to to take them off. I mean, but to be fair, that's, that's true with um, phones as well. Mm-hmm. Like someone can be recording you with a phone and not be. You're still more obvious with a phone because you got to hold the camera up. Right. Know, to what you're looking at. But still, there, you know, like audio, people could be recording you all the time. It's just we're so used to uh, cell phones that I don't think we're spooked by people's use of them. Whereas Google Glass, it's, it, it, it feels like spyware. I mean, just like what it is, it feels like something James Bond would have. It feels kind of yeah, just like archetypally it's recognized as something somewhat threatening, you know? Yeah. I, I say, you know, wear it at the office, wear it at home, wear it when you're doing extreme sports. You know, and you want, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you want a, a POV shot of like you doing a backflip or whatever. Yeah. But don't wear it to social occasions, or if you do, 
and somebody asks you to take it off, fucking Do. take it off. Yeah. And then even when you're walking on the streets, I think, you know, if you're at like a crowded area, it just looks creepy. It looks creepy. And also watch where you're going. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I have, I have uh, been in an accident looking at a digital device. Uh, we've discussed it before. And I've actually... Well, oops. Oh. You just knocked me in the teeth. Oh, sorry. I'm too, I'm too short for this business. Sorry, I'll get you a shorter okay. one. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I have walked into a tree. Uh, <laughs> doing, Were you in an automobile accident with a digital device? Yeah. Ooh. This is pre-cell phones. It was, it was uh, a laptop, wasn't it? No, no. It was, <laughs> it was just a digital... Like, it was a, a pager. PDA, you know, yeah. per- personal digital... Uh, whatever assistant, and um, and then with my cell phone, I was playing a game, and and I walked into a tree. <laughs> I'm a fucking moron. That's when you I'm... wear your Google Glass and hit record. <laughs> when, you see, when you see me, you see Marty probably the... got to walk into a tree. It's... Google Glass, go, go go Google Glass, <laughs> record dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can we please, Google, if you're listening, please make all commands have to be go, go, Google. That would be, that's, that's awesome. Go, go, Google, record. Uh, um, Oh, we went to, we went to ads. We lost the feed, guys. Uh, Oh, people are missing this. People are, oh no, Google, Google doesn't know our new great idea. Shit. Uh, well, I don't know what, what happened. Um. Okay, guys. So something happened. Not only did we lose the feed uh, twice. Yeah, that happened. But on my little recording device, <laughs> I forgot to delete last week's episode. Yeah. And that little card holds three hours of very high quality video and I mean, or audio. And as you know, we do a two-hour show. So if there's a two-hour show on last week's... Let's see if we do the math. Hmm. hmm doing the math, so, figuring it out. So that means... Um, um, yeah, we, we missed. We lost we last lost hour. The, the sec, sec, <laughs> yeah, ba- basically after Bill uh, tweeted in that it's the top of the hour and the show should go to on per- perpetuity. In perpetuity until he arrives. Until he so arrives. He the top of the hour. Because yeah. that might happen now. Uh, yeah, because we just, we finished the show <laughs> and... It was brilliant. It was It was amazing. It was so brilliant that after we went off air, I asked Marty how it was possible that Kevin Smith hasn't come down here and killed us yet. <laughs> Well, in fact, that's what he's gonna do when that's he when he hears this. He hears oh my this. god, I'm a fucking idiot, and guys, I apologize because it was amazing. It was oh my god, and it was seamless. That was the only seamless part of the show. That, I mean, if you there know, was ever thought, a show to not miss, an hour of this show. Oh my god, that was the hour. Yeah, and I could have just listened to where we lost the feed um, or lost where we we cut off, but I I, I was so angry at myself. I, we're just going we're going back in, and we're gonna. We're gonna do what we just did. Are we really? Do you we're mind? gonna do the, We're gonna do. We're gonna re- recreate it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll go through the okay. material. We, you know, we we got our shouts out, and <laughs> yeah. that was a good thing. But yeah. we'll we'll start from the mail sack. Did so, we get? Did we record the part about the zombie movies? Because I did. It was a bit of a teaser. Oh yeah, yeah. We did do some zombie movies. Stuff. But that was when it was out. It might have been in the first hour. That was when the feed was out in the first hour, perhaps. You know what? Maybe not in the second hour. <laughs> I, I'll just do a quick review. Quick review. Yeah. Um, Rombach, watch it. Uh, uh, the horde. Uh, I wouldn't say don't watch it, but only watch it if there's like seriously nothing better on, and you have to watch a zombie movie. There and you go. I recommended the battery, which is a uh, low-budget mm-hmm. zombie movie that is very uh, f- 
clever. It's got a little, some bro humor in it, but it's also really tense. And, and the ending is just uh, so well done. Uh, and then, oh yeah, we did do, we were, t- we were live for that, but I don't think... I think that was we the were, second hour. Yeah, yeah. but we were, we were live, but we weren't recording it. Mm-hmm. So Because mm-hmm. Darren mentioned that the... Because um, I was talking about the dead set. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted about how it was writ- written by the same guy who did uh, Black Mirror. Which, oh. which is true. Yes, we've mentioned that <laughs> Which before. is true. Which is true. Yeah. And uh, that movie, that show is... Uh, miniseries is great. And really, really good. Uh, the dogs are back in. Dogs because, are loose. Because I thought, I thought we were done. Out. I thought we were done. And it turns out... We're not, and I'm not going to put them back in. I'm, they're, they deserve they're to... They're part of the show now. They deserve to be free. Yeah. Live free, little pup. Live free. Yeah. And then we, what else did we talk about? Um, oh, we talked about the woman who pretended to have cancer. That was the most recent thing. We talked yeah. about the woman... You, <laughs> you know what? This is great. Great reviews. This, this is my chance to, um, to, to make something better. That's, um, We're going to dip into the mail sack. Oh, look at that. Mail Tiny. sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands on that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Because when I started this the last time, uh, I fucked it up. I wasn't organized. <laughs> I, had, I started with mail that we'd already done before. It was, it was a shambles. It was a shambles. It was a shambles. So th- we went in. Uh, this first one's from Ray Oliver. We don't have to get as deep. Um, well, uh, he says, this is Ray from North Carolina. Uh, morning gang heard that Emily was reading Lock and Key and wanted to know her thoughts on the ending. I found it to be yes. as disappointing as the end of Lost. Also, I wanted to know which guys you found better, Crush Groove or Beat Street. This this did stream, but we're going to go through it again. Going to do it again. Um, I, I believe my response to that was stuttering for a good uh, two or three minutes and then saying I pretty much enjoyed it. I wasn't blown away by the ending. but This I, is a comic book written by... It's a comic book written by Joe Hill. Um, but I was interested to know why he was so disappointed because to be as disappointed as the ending of Lost is really, really disappointing. Well, why were your friends disappointed? Well, I hadn't finished it yet when I spoke to them. Like, the guy who was lending me the book said, oh, have you finished Lock and Key yet? And I said, no, I'm going to read the last one soon. He says, well, it's, you know, uh, just uh, tell me what you think. And I could just tell by his, what he said, that he was disappointed by the ending. Right, right. Um, but you said that it didn't end as mind-blowingly as it could have, or that it wasn't a, a mind-blowing ending, but you right. still were satisfied with it. Because it was an inevitable ending. It was, I feel like the whole book was leading up that way. They did have, a, like, the... If you're talking about the final key, yeah, that was a little disappointing. But, I mean, I... I, I mean, I, 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 not as disappointing as Lost. Come on. And that's basically what I said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, is he doing another comic book right now? Probably. I don't know. I'll look into it. She lied. <laughs> right. Um, because, yeah, you're all about the research. Yeah. You know um, me in research. And as for uh, the other question of Crush Groove or Beat Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, I went with Beat Street because Lucinda Dickey. Who um, I believe she is still hot to trot. Is that what you said? <laughs> that is the term I used. Yes, because she is, uh, and or she was. I'm sure she's still alive. Sure, she still is. I'm sure she still is. I'm sure, sure she's still hot to trot. Uh, as am I, Lucinda. If you're listening, 
Um, and but she's a terrible dancer. <laughs> well, so am I. Well, uh, yes. And, and by the way, Emily, hot to trot. Hot to trot, like it's nineteen twenty-four. This next one is from Bryony in the UK. She says, "Hi, Marty, and all the Merps. It's Pancake Day today. Do you have that shit in the states too? Mm, pancakes, Bryony. That's right. I remember we had a fascinating discourse about pancakes. By the way, my demographics are thirty-three female from Bristol in the UK, youth worker." Oh, how we rhapsodized and truly discovered the soul of pancakes upon this question. <laughs> yes. Uh, you mentioned that you had, the last time you had pancakes was, we can tell what each other said. That you uh, oh, had, yes, you, yes. you, you, but you can't to, mention uh, what I actually said because I don't want to get in trouble okay, for it. Yes. Uh, be very vague. Yeah. You, Save my, you my went ass. to a, uh, a TV show uh, uh, event for um, pancake for a cooking show, like mm-hmm. a cooking mm-hmm. game show, and on the menu was pancakes, and you said that they were delightful, and that was on Valentine's Day. And d- what did they do with the pancakes that made them so delicious? Uh, <coughs> syrup. Well, I put the syrup on, but they put on a blueberry compote that I liked. It was nothing spectacular, much like the ending of Lock and Key, <laughs> but I couldn't complain. And I believe you commented that pancakes were round, perhaps as round as the head of Carl Pilkington. <laughs> because that's how you knew that there was pancakes. There was pancake d- 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 day. Yes. Because we yes. don't really celebrate it. But then Lou tweeted in a photo of her short stack that she got at IHOP for on free. The, on the East Coast. On the East Coast. Yes. Because um, even though we don't traditionally celebrate Pancake Day mm-hmm. in the U.S., you do at the International House of Pancakes. Marty did wisely point out that it was an international house of pancakes. So we can't leave, we can't leave the limeys uh, out in the cold when they come here to visit the States. Yes. Not at the International House of Pancakes. Uh, so I hope that answers your question, Bryony. Um, I want to squeeze your dog's ear, but he's just out of reach. Aww. <laughs> this next one is from Amy Elizabeth. This is a great one. Um, oh, yeah, this one's my favorite. Yes. Uh, morning, all. I'm sure that you have all discussed the Oscars, so it has. So it hasn't been. So if it hasn't been discussed, this is my second time reading it. I'm still fucking it up. Um, I'm curious about Marty's menu for the night. Since we were on our own, I made chicken pot pies from scratch as the ice pellets wailed on still the window. Still inspired by that. Yeah, uh, I made. A, I was my friend Phil was hosting me, um, and my nieces who went crazy every time Benedict Cumberbatch was on screen. Oh, was he on screen? Yeah, because he was. He presented, and he was sitting behind um, Steve McQueen and and uh, Lupita Nyong'o, mm-hmm. and so they. Oh, that's right, because he was in that movie. Yeah, but he was also in Osage, Orange County. Yeah, so well, that's that's on him. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's not perfect. <laughs> he, he backed the right horse, though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> true enough. Uh, and so, like, if they missed him, we like if. There was a quick shot. Mm-hmm. We would say, "Oh, didn't didn't you see him?" And they're like, "No, stop! Go back! Go back!" And then then we play it, and they go, "Ah!" <laughs> they were just freaking. How out. old are they? Twelve and nine. Why are they so excited about Benedict Cumberbatch? Because they love Sherlock, and really? the, they love Cabin Pressure. They've listened to Cabin Pressure like okay. three times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't know that. Ca- you have you listened to Cabin Pressure? Mm-mm. Oh, well, he's okay. the announcer for the show, and I didn't realize that at, until. The end, because he says the, the credits really quickly, mm-hmm. and he always ends it, you know, this has been a production of the BBC, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so uncharacteristic for him to be jaunty, yeah, like, that, yeah. like for all unnerving. the characters that we've seen him, yeah, yeah. so, um, and so, 
By the way, he had a great photo bomb of you two. Oh, did he? Where he jumps up in, in the background. Um, if the, if Darren, if you're listening to this, do you, if you mind liking that, that'd be awesome on the Tumblr page. I just like everyone to know I am winning in this tug of war with Marty's dog right now. <laughs> uh, Bruno is a tough competitor, by the way. He's bigger than me. Uh, all right, hold on, just. Um, and then Amy Elizabeth continues. Um, I'm trying to do two things at once, which is never good when, or three things in talk. Uh, she says, I also wanted some advice. My boyfriend and I are vacationing in Los Angeles next week. We are seeing a taping of At Midnight. Oh, which next week. Next week, yes. Which is a, a show that I really like. It's, um, it's called, it's this great panel show in the, the vein of a British uh, panel show where they talk <laughs> about, they talk better than me can talk um, about funny things on the internet. And uh, I wanted to know affordable places to eat. Yelp equivalent of $2 signs or $3 signs while we are there. I grew up in LA, but most of the places I love no longer exist. We'll get there Tuesday afternoon and stay through Thursday. Uh, Will wants to eat at Philippe's French Dip, which is downtown in, or in Chinatown, um, the, home, the birthplace of the French Dip. And you, uh, yes, I believe I cast some aspersions on right. that. <laughs> they should call it the Chinatown Dip if that's what it yeah. truly was made. Clearly um, it was made in France. Yeah. Um, as was French fries mm-hmm. and Belgian waffles. Well, those were made in Belgium, clearly. And French's mustard. French's mustard. All France exports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to find a fresh sushi place. And um, you don't mention where you're staying. And I think that's pretty important. Uh, that's where you've made your error. Yes. But, uh, and at, uh, we don't know where at midnight tapes. But you have till midnight to get there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, advice for offbeat stuff to do would, would be helpful. He is a geographer, her boyfriend, so Hollywood doesn't interest him. There's still geography in Hollywood. You still yeah. need to know where to go. Yeah. You need to orient like... yourself. Um, but it is a grid, which might not be that interesting if no. you're make, into making maps. Um, I wanted to take him to the observatory if it's open to the public. It is, I believe. Um, have you been? No, I've hiked up there, but I haven't actually gone. Yeah, it's it's really cool. But yeah, it is. I've, I haven't yeah. been since they've renovated it, but um, everyone says it's great. And it's just good to see because it's where so many Hollywood movies have been done, you know? Really? Like what? Uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, and there's some space alien ones that were there. Yeah, sure. You know? Uh, also wanted to show them the theat- Theatricum Botanicum since I got to intern there for two years, but I didn't know if it was open to the public. Do you remember how delighted I was when you read that the first you, time? Cackled with glee, not yes, cackled. You, you, you don't cackle with glee. You no. Cackle when you're about to kill somebody. Yeah. Well, if you like killing people, that might yeah, be well, grateful. Mm. What? Um, what did you? Uh, what is Theatricum? Botanicum? The Theatricum Botanicum is uh, a theater founded by Will Gear forty years ago, forty-one years ago now, and uh, it's a theater in the woods of Topanga Canyon, and it's beautiful, and they do amazing classical theater there, and. Um, that's not what you're for it on Thursday. Oh, okay. Yep. And I don't remember if, if that made it in. Um, great. If not, we'll just rehash that you're <laughs> going in for it. Yeah. I'm auditioning uh, on Thursday. Wish me luck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was in the first hour. Yeah. Um, and sorry for the wandering email. I have to rush back to work. Hear you on the podcast. Oh, and if anyone wants to show us around, I will up my $75 pledge to the $150. You know, if, if I'm available, I will gladly meet you guys for a drink. Um, and uh, thanks, Amy Elizabeth. Yeah, me too. I'll gladly meet her for a drink. I'm sorry, I'm just yeah. by the doll. I might be in rehearsal, so it, we'll, we'll work that out. 
Uh, as for places to oh, eat, um, you mentioned that you're not a big food person. I'm not a big food your person. Your Japanese yeah. per- friend takes you to Kabuki. Right. And I recommended Hama Sushi. Uh, Kabuki is a chain Japanese restaurant. Chain sushi, yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's fine. But there's a place in Little Tokyo, which is in downtown LA, called Hama Sushi, which I think is reasonable for sushi and delicious. So oh, that's. Gonna, does he want me to throw this? Is that what he's My saying? recommendation. And I said that I would uh, research more and get back to you, Amy, because you were so generous with your donation. You deserve it. And it will be. Um, yeah, we don't send a lot of emails out, so you will be privileged of the privileged few. Mm-hmm. And then our last email was from Moraine, Moraine, uh, Rongen, who is uh, Dutch. Yes. Hi, all. It's been a while since my last email. I've been listening to the podcast every week and would like to let you guys and girl, hi, Emily. Hello. Know that it is a shit, an unwavering shitstorm right. of awesome. No uh, matter, yeah, we needed to have that. No matter who shows up, we are a shitstorm. We storm. are a shitstorm. If, if there's shit flying in your face, you're welcome. This <laughs> morning, Tuesday's mornings for your shitstorm of entertainment. Yeah, today more than ever. Oh my god, I, I so apologize. This is embarrassing because, like, this morning I had set everything up. I was on the stream early and had the computer set up, all the mics working. I was like, I'm on top of it. Yeah. And then from the beginning, it was a shitstorm, an unwavering shitstorm shit of something. It's still kind of a shitstorm. Yeah. A dog putting his Aww, Bruno. toy in my lap. Um, about what I do while listening, it's work, mostly creating corporate websites and other web-based applications. Today, I'm listening live. No, not so much. No, sorry. Sorry. That's on, me. That's on me. Uh, so I'll also be trying to find some dinner as it is around that time in the, in the Netherlands. Met van Groot. With kind regards, Marijne Rongen. Rongen? Rongen? I don't know. Mm. Uh, and that um, led us to... Oh, by the way, thank you. That's a fabulous... That, that makes, it, makes us very happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It feels unearned. Yes, it does. <laughs> That to be called a shitstorm of awesome, you're half right. The shitstorm part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that got us into this discussion of uh, Scandinavian television. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, this has to be recorded. Yeah, oh, of pos- course. For posterity. Yes. Uh, so we were talking about slow television in Norway. And right. So in 2009, they uh, had this video of um, a train ride. Through the the no first it was first it was the the log burning right but that the the train predates the oh does it yeah oh, so they they had a um, oh god that <laughs> dog is a fucking moron <laughs> he's so sweet so the the national broadcast uh, network there it's the, their public <laughs> broadcasting company NRK they followed a train as it chugged through tunnels and mountains and valleys and and more than a million. Uh, Norwegians tuned in, maybe not for the whole thing, but they watched it. And uh, that's like 20% of the population. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, you know, if a fifth of the population watched a TV show here, that would like, that's what, 60 million people? Mm -hmm. That's crazy numbers. That's like, that's like, you know, the Super Bowl. Right. So uh, a million people watched. And so it became a trend, the slow TV. So in 2011, they, the country, half the country watched 
they had a, a cruise ship going up the west coast of Norway for 134 Half hours. The country, did you say? Well, but, you know, they tuned Roughly. in here and there. Right. You yeah. know. Okay. And so not for all 134 hours. Yeah. And so it's just ship meandering up the coast. That sounds. And I commented that this. At first, I laughed. Yes. And called them fools. Yes. But then on closer inspection, I realized that this is actually the most brilliant thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and I thought, I felt that both I and the rest of America could do with a little slow TV. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, they, they have a guy, 100 hours of a guy playing chess, 18 hours of salmon swimming upstream. Um, uh, uh, they do a, a show of that, where they go from sheep shearing to... Uh, sweater knitting. Oh you know, my God! The, you didn't tell the me that. The whole pathway, yeah, and uh, and then every year they have a, a national firewood night where they, it's twelve hours of fire logs uh, being cut and burned, oh. and then they start a dis- discussion on how to burn logs properly. properly. Like, yeah, what's yeah. the best way? And we decided that uh, raw side down. Yes, yeah. The uh, the core down. Core down. And if you put the bark down, you're a fucking moron. You're an idiot. You're, you're, you're not welcome here. You're a Swede. That's what you yeah. are. <laughs> uh, and, and we were discussing how, how genteel the discussions on Facebook must have been. For the Norwegians. Yes. Yeah. We also oh, want anyone... That is Norway. one way to look at it. But you could also... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could put it... And that's, I don't know what accent I'm doing, but... <laughs> uh, um, we also, if you're from Norway, let us know if you watch slow TV because... Uh, oh, yeah. We want to know what, what know it's like, what the experience yeah. is like, and what you, know, what, you, what you do while you're watching it, and how long do you do it? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, is there music playing? Do you, do you guys have a party? Do you, you gather around? Do you sit around and watch? Or are you, just, are you knitting your own sweater while you're watching someone knit a sweater? Yeah. <laughs> you playing along. <laughs> right. From the home version. Are you version. playing I Spy when you watch the train go? Right. <laughs> Moose or yeah. elk. Yeah. I don't know. What do they have in Norway? God, know. we're so... Dumusen. Dumusen. That's German. We are dumb Americans. Yep, we yep. are ignorant Americans ignorant, flying uneducated. our freak flag. Yeah. And I think... Oh, so then we were discussing like how we should do the same thing here. Because America uh, needs it. And I said like, you know, we, we could have a factory like, you know, putting doodads together, you know... Uh, what and was then, your first thought? What was your first thought? You had a. You said putting together a. Um, um, what was it? Oh, you know something where they just put. I don't know. Uh, anyway. But it got it got this old idea got lost in the far superior yeah, idea. You're like you're like that's a good idea, but my and idea is better. So way better. A factory where they assemble cars. Yeah, and you just watch the entire car being made. Made, and then as soon as that one's made, it goes off on the line, and another unmade car comes in. And then you've got these arms and the big like arms. robot things and like really? welders and, and it makes the sounds like... So we want to know if, if you would watch this. So we get this YouTube channel, we high def and really well edited and put together. So well, not edited at all. Actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess not <laughs> edited at all. It's a long shot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hmm. And... Uh, and it would be the the channel is going to be called Voot Voot Zit Zit V O O T V O O T Z I T Z I T Voot Voot Zit Zit So let us know if you want us to do that. Um, we'll we'll that might be where your Indiegogo money goes, <laughs> <laughs> or we'll have a separate one for Voot Voot Zit Zit. Yeah 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 yeah. Um, or we'll just make it. Um, yeah. Because you know how much money does it cost to set up a camera and walk away? Yeah. <laughs> 
And we're going to publicize the hell out of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And we're going to have vuvuzit parties. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and then we'll go to, to the motorcycle plant. We'll go to Harley Davidson. We'll go to... Tricycle um, company. Yeah. You know, we'll go to uh, Trek Bicycles. Anywhere and- you might hear a... V- v- z- z- <laughs> <laughs> no soundtrack. That will be the soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> v- v- z- z- <laughs> it's just people making noises. <laughs> yeah. So that, um, that... We had that to look forward to. And then... Uh, our last story we talked about was this uh, Jezebel, or I, I should say, there was this this blogger in Toronto. Um, her name uh, eludes me at this moment because oh, her name is uh, Shannon McCarney, and uh, she found she was following somebody on Twitter. This woman named Amanda, who's at trapped at my desk, mm-hmm. and she's been tweeting a few years uh, for. Um, you know, just about her working in an office, you know, having rude people in the elevator. You know, the, from 2010, she writes, uh, had a good time at Capital Cupcake. Good cause, good cupcakes. Nice to have met people from Twitter. So, you know, presumably, you know, just a regular... Uh, working stiff. Working stiff. Mm-hmm. And then in January of 2013, she tweeted that she was ha- had some um, bad news. And, and um, this is not Sharon... Uh, the the blogger this is Amanda this is at trapped at my desk at trapped at my desk this woman who lives in Ottawa and and then she finds out that she has brain cancer mm-hmm. a very rare form of brain cancer and has uh, three months to live and then she and th- through her Twitter stream she tells her story of how quitting my job mm-hmm. uh, going to Central America to drink cheap booze for two months mm-hmm. and travel and just like live life and then. Very uplifting. Very uplifting. And then she, you know, tweets, um, you know, uh, and this was, uh, uh, don't spend time being angry at people. Forgive them. Life is entirely too short. Mm-hmm. And that's one of her her last tweets. And then she tweeted um, that uh, going into the hospital for the last time. And then the last tweet was uh, from her brother who said, um. Uh, I'm sorry. It's uh, unprepared. Terrible. My <laughs> dear little sister Amanda passed away from brain cancer last night, James. And then she did. He did that on her account. Right. And so this woman, uh, Sharon, uh, in Toronto, she put this together with to to music and the tweets and put a montage and put them on put it on YouTube. Thing went exploded and went viral. Got like a, a you know million hits. It was translated into multiple languages. Um, and it's, you know, it's really sad because we can all identify with mm-hmm. it. We have, mm-hmm. uh, many of us have had, uh, been touched by cancer directly or, or through family and, and friends. And it's a strong message and that it's, it's very life affirming and yeah, people uh, responded to his very sentimental video. Absolutely. And it begs the question. So this, um, the problem, the problem bum, 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 yeah. is that if you have brain cancer, a yes. tumor in your brain, how can you go and it's and it's going to kill you in three months? How do you go down to to South America, Central and, America, Central America, and drink a whole bunch of booze and still make cognitive tweets up until the end? Right, and tra- yeah, do pretty harsh traveling. And to be fair, brain cancer affects everybody, uh, or it affects the the patients in different ways. Some people have. Um, have uh, uh, they go? Um, they have 
brain disorders like I am right now. Right. Um, <laughs> like they, us? they have seizures frequently. Some of them run podcasts. <laughs> um, yes. Some of them as they're speaking, as they're reading. And uh, the, uh, but she mentions none of that in her. In her, no uh, symptoms. T- right. She n- mentions no symptoms. But she does specifically list the disease. She does. M- list, Name. Yes. And, uh, and it, it just seems unlikely that, oh, that somebody who had that, such a debilitating disease uh, could do as much as she said that she did. Mm-hmm. So turns out um, there's a, a medium.com that there's a, a blogger or a, a journalist there, Jennifer Mendelson. She, she researched this and went through all the obituaries in Ottawa mm-hmm. and did you know, searches for cancer, brain cancer, mm-hmm. tumors, Amanda, James. Nothing showed up. The only people who died... Actually, I did this search as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked in the Ottawa Star. And, um, and the only people who died of cancer in that, like, that month, those months right there that had obituaries... Um, were people who were elderly. Mm. Yeah. So it's very... Um, it's it, very suspect. It's very suspect. And I don't want to shit on Amanda because she had been blogging for years, just banal stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that the person probably did exist and then just wanted to do something... Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, let's see what this happens. I'm bored with Twitter. Mm-hmm. and um, And then didn't expect it to go crazy get that big yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, and then so we discussed like the the message is great the message Mm -hmm. live every life every moment to its fullest is great but does it require um someone uh, it's just depressing that it requires the falsity ruins the message yes exactly the lie and i think that the benefits should come from a good place and not from a deceitful place. And right. you, you mentioned the, some, the Pope. Yeah. The Pope quotes, there was a, a quote from the Pope, uh, like almost a year ago, there was a, a joke column that made a quote from the Pope that said, uh, the Pope said that all religions are true and, and it went viral and everybody believed it, that it was a, a real quote. And that heaven is a, uh, hell well, is a metaphor. It, and... First it was just, first it was just that all religions are equal. And then, Recently, there is a quote from him saying that Adam and Eve were never really truly existed. Things like Noah's Ark were just a literary metaphor. And there is no literal hell. And um, because humans mind, human minds and understanding is changing, that the, the church has to change as well. And of course, like you read that, and it's like the most exciting thing ever. And so me being a sucker, I reposted it. And it's so funny because as soon as I reposted it and, I, and you look at the post... You know how um, Facebook starts giving recommendations for right. related articles? Oh, right, right. The related article that came up with was uh, Pope quote hoax, you know? And I was like, <laughs> no! oh, shit. Uh, but it was a girlfriend of mine who saw it first and was like, Emily, you got to take this down. It's not real. And, um, but yeah, and then my, oh, the worst part is my dad reposted it. And I wrote on his, I commented and I said, dad, this isn't real. Take it down. It's a hoax. Sorry. He still leaves it up there and all of his friends are commenting on it about how great it is. And, and see, the message is great. And it, it is great. And the argument is, well, if that's what it takes, if, if a hoax is what it takes to get that message out, then great. Then, you know, the, that, the ends justify the means. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't agree with that. Well, in good news, though, most Catholics aren't the sort of researching and finding out the actual truth types. Right. So maybe, like, it might not backfire. They might just never know that it's not true. <laughs> um, well, that, that's good, then. Yeah. yeah. I, but uh, 
I just think, I don't know, it just, it, it, it pissed me off. And it, it pisses me off because I don't like to be manipulated. I don't either. And I, well, everybody feels like an idiot when you realize that you've been had, you know? Oh, uh, here, I just quickly have to show you this photo of Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Good radio. Oh. Darling man ever. Yeah, yeah. So, and my my niece has got a big kick out of that. So. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. My sister's actually got to go to the Oscars this year. Oh, because she won one. What? Because she won one. Because <laughs> she was in she's in the Academy, but they, they still have to. I mean, it's a huge process to get tickets. You have to yeah. go down to the office and pick them up yourself. And oh my God, no. And bring your no. Well, I mean, obviously that's. In, in this day and age where you can buy things on your phone, you should be able to get your Oscar ticket. <laughs> um, McQueen! All right, good that, that didn't radio. Work. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Shaki, shut the fuck up. There we go. That's there good you radio. Go, yeah. yeah, see, if Kevin can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so you might think, okay, well, this I, I paid Indiegogo for two hours of podcast, and I'm only getting an hour 40. Uh, to you, I say you got twenty minutes less of me fumbling for words, yeah, a shitstorm of a sh- an unwavering shitstorm of me- mediocrity. Yeah, of us waiting. Like, where's the uh, where's the mailbag? Just give me a second, I'm, I'm figuring yeah. this out. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what, what the fuck is going on? There it is. There it is. That's what you missed. Yes. Yeah. Or me is- going. I uh, I just uh, it's um mm-hmm. you know it's I, I the way I the way I uh. Mm. That's I concur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and instead, you uh, get just spot on entertainment. Spot on. So then I fumbled for a little bit, and then I found this article about slow TV. Um, that's what you get. Voot, voot, z- z- by the way. Yes. Voot, voot, z- z- let us know what you think. Hashtag voot, voot, z- z- uh, You can tweet to us at Nooner Dan Marty. Email us for the email, the mail sack at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And with the Indiegogo is still going strong. We're going to do something great. We'll do voot, voot, zit, zit. We'll come go on the on tour. We'll um, we'll just please keep uh, supporting us as much as you can, and we'll we'll come up with something fun that will be more than just a pizza party for us. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.